everybody. Welcome to Mare Studies. I'm your host, Jill, here with... Lucas. And today is a very, very special day because not only is it Jill and Lucas, but we have a special guest with us. Hi! <laughs> Our special guest is one of my very best friends. Her name is Amy, but I lovingly refer to her as Mamers. You may hear her referred interchangeably as interchangeably. both throughout the course yes. of this. Yes. And... Mamers is the person who introduced me to John Mayer, even though she doesn't remember it, and attended the first two John Mayer concerts I ever went to and met John with me, but we're not talking about that today. That's not a six that. month anniversary episode. But really, what an auspicious role you have played in Jill's life, introducing auspicious. her to John Mayer. Yeah. yeah, she's a teacher, so she knows what that means. I, I know, I can, I can like bring my A game with her. Well, I am so happy to be here, to be part of this history in the making. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're our first guest. I'm so I, I was hoping it would be John. But I'll take Mamers. Yeah, hey, no. you know, it's a warm-up. You're a warm-up. You know, yes. it's like in Empire Strikes Back when they had to, like, no, freeze no Han that. Solo in the carbonite before no, they did Luke nerd, Skywalker. Nerd no. alert. Yeah. Well, look, in all fairness, I, too, wish John was your first guest. Because yeah. that would have been amazing. Or that he was here now. Yeah, that would be amazing. Oh, that would be so fun. It would be a really long podcast. So, Mamers. got the plans, fancy placemats. I would have put out the fancy placemats. <laughs> yes. We're low-key vibes today for the table. But if John was here, we're decorating the whole house, probably. Um, and so, the song we're doing today we saved specically because yes. this was Amy's choice. It this is. is a song Why she wanted to do. Why did you choose it, Mamers? And it's what song? fantastic choice, by the way. Well, I think we've said, I don't even remember introducing you, but this is like the first song I remember from right. John Mayer, is My Stupid Mouth. I don't. When I listen to that CD or like look at the songs, I'm mm -hmm. like, yeah, I, that's the one I remember. So, it's And it's the stuck. first song you played for me because yeah. you were like, you're going to love this. It's so funny. And at the part where he says he's never speaking up again, and you think the song's over, and he's like, one more thing. You were, like, dying. Like, oh, my God, like, rolling around laughing. And I was like, what is this song? Who is this? And then I saw his face, and I listened to the other songs, and the rest is history. I have had to contain my joy all day to mm. talk about that one part of the song. Oh, it's me so too. Great. I'm yeah. so excited to yeah. talk about that one part. It's yeah. a good part. Yeah. It is a good part. There were a lot of comments on Instagram about that part, too, which oh, I owe everybody an apology, you guys included that I just had a busy week and I got thrown off my rhythm and I never posted what the song this week was and asked for feedback until last night in the story. Like, guys, write me so quick, re-record tomorrow. And they did not disappoint. Oh, The good. regulars, some I'd never seen before, everyone came through with lots of content. And I'm so sorry. I'm usually so organized. You know, they just had your back. They knew, they like, did. hey, you got a lot going on in your life right now. We're yeah. going to come through and carry you. Should I be upset none of them base. noticed and was like, hey, guys, what's next week? Like, <laughs> I, I don't think they keep it scheduled in their day planners. <laughs> I mean, they could. Are, was but. that for me? Because you know I have a written planner. <laughs> yes. Whenever it's time to schedule the podcast, I'm like, hold on, and I get it out and write it in in pencil, because plans change. Yeah. Okay, we should probably get into John in the news. All right. What's Did, John been up to these days? There's no John in the news. Next. Has he, <laughs> no Palm Springs sightings? No, he's on tour with Dead and Company, so it's oh, real that's boring. that's true, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Some people posted videos of him playing guitar with Dead and Company. Oh, one time he wore a sleeveless shirt. That was fun. <laughs> oh, you sent me a picture of him wearing shorts. I did. That surprised me. With a me. long sleeve shirt. Which bothered which you. Is, yeah, which is the combo that doesn't make sense. I know I have like mm -hmm. s students who will wear shorts and hoodies every single day regardless of the temperature outside. Yeah. And I just, it's a weird combo. But like in the morning, sometimes it's cool and you need a sweater. Like my son wears shorts and a hoodie to school and then by second period, he doesn't need a hoodie anymore. So maybe it's the same vibe at a concert. Maybe he put that on because he's getting cold. I feel like a hoodie shirt. is just like a comfort zone thing for people. So maybe his long See, this is shirt. why we need you on the podcast. Look at that insight. I'm, I'm just saying. I, and, and for some reason, it's really comforting for 
kids between the ages of like 11 and 16. Yeah. <laughs> Not sure. It's Body it's issues, <laughs> yeah. And and adults as well. Yeah. <laughs> I love a good hoodie. Yep. Um, so let's get into song bio. Lucas, that's all you. All right, so this is My Stupid Mouth. It's track three from mm-hmm. Room for Squares, his first major label record. If you want to hear the whole sordid ordeal behind the first record, you can listen to the Back to You, uh, the beginning of the Back to You episode, because we covered it in depth there. Mm-hmm. Long story short, uh, he released an EP called Inside Wants Out. Many of the songs, including My Stupid Mouth, uh, are on that EP um, and were re-recorded for uh, Room for Squares. The Inside Wants Out version is just him and an acoustic guitar. That's mm-hmm. all that's going on there. On uh, Room for Squares, there's band, there's all that good stuff. It's the version that we've all come know, known to come and love. Uh, come to know and love. That's how you say that phrase. <laughs> it's in there somewhere. Uh, other than that, you know, it's the uh, his first his first major label record. So he's still kind of like these are songs that have been circulating for a while. They had worked on for a while. So it was like stuff that he was had really down pat. And as we, so if you look on uh, YouTube for videos, you're gonna find a ton of live videos yes, of this song yes. in particular because he's been you know it's been in his repertoire for so long. Yeah. Um, so speaking of that, there are uh, notable versions of the oh, song. Oh wait, I have a song bio mention. Oh, add to it. Uh, well, it's kind of a it's kind of a segue to that because it was on CMT Crossroads. Oh yeah, I watched it with and, Brad Paisley. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was talking about the song and said how he has a need to fill silence, and so he starts saying things he doesn't mean. And I have a need to fill silence, but I fill it with like more giggly, gentler things than he says. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to say that I found that out and I identified with that. Yeah, that is one of the versions that you can find out there. He. Uh, skips the second verse mm-hmm. in that version, so it's a much shorter version. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's one. I thought the most interesting one, so obviously the, the usual things, like it's on any given Thursday, mm-hmm. uh, you can find it on a n- numerous live recordings, but I thought that there was an interesting cover. I didn't love it, but it was interesting. Are you familiar with Audra McDowell? McDonald? Audra McDonald, I think. I feel uh, like I've heard She's a Tony Award winning Broadway okay. singer. Okay, I thought like maybe it was a musical situation. Yes, okay, she's yeah. got a very operatic voice, yeah. tons of vibrato. She does a cover of My Stupid Mouth. Stop, really? Where? Is yes. it good? Or it's, weird? It's interesting. Oh, you said that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure for a segment of the population, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And they love it. It's hard for me. We've talked about this before. I don't think John's songs are very easy to cover because they are some. So many songs are so specifically him, and mm-hmm. especially this one yeah. is so specifically that level of like sort of glibness, sort of kind of wink winkness. Yeah. Um, that she just doesn't yeah. have. That's not. Yeah. That's not who she is. She's uh, you know very well respected, mm-hmm. and uh, you know interesting choice for her to yeah. cover. But I mean, it's like. When Weezer did Boys in the Hood, sometimes people just do something the opposite to of what be they are. way different yeah. than you would expect it because yeah. you are going to hit a whole new audience. Right. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I don't know. I haven't heard it, but I'd be interested. Especially if she ended up on your radar because you're not as big. Well, no, you like musicals. Oh, I'm, I love a good musical. Yeah. That's yeah. True. I, take that I am like modern musicals, though. So you're going to lose me if you're like quoting like The King and I at me. I'm not going to know it. That's terrible. But like, anything from Rent on, I'm there for. Of course. Yes. So let's talk about Inside Wants Out version specifically. Mm-hmm. I wanted to say that I felt like it was okay mm-hmm. by comparison to Room for Squares. It's very breathy and it's not as impactful as Room for Squares, which I thought was better. I like the more instru- instruments and I'm going to call the Room for Squares version. This might be controversial. Perfection. Mamers, what do you think? Oh, I thought the demo the version two. was way better. Really? Interesting. Okay. We, found, we found it that's always split when yeah. between the demo and this yeah. one. You preferred that oh, one. Why sure. is that? 
I felt so when I heard that because I don't think I'd ever heard that version Probably before. Not. I think I'd only heard Room for Squares. Yeah. So when I listened to Room for Squares, I'm like, oh yeah, this is how I remember it. And then right. I heard that, I'm like, oh, this is way better because it's just like I don't know, more toned down. Like mm-hmm. I felt like when I, when I heard that and then went back to Room for Squares, I felt like it was almost too much. I was like, mm-hmm. it's taking away to me. Mm-hmm. It was like it was taking away. Like, I see that point in in the what's it called? I keep saying the demo version because that's what they inside wants out. Inside wants out. Yeah. It, it's more like to me, like someone sitting there reflecting on what they did. Uh, I see all your. Other one was kind of to me. It was. It ended up just having more stuff that mm-hmm. takes away from, from that it. idea of reflection on what I just did. I love that, and I think that a lot of your experiences with John were in concert. It's not mm-hmm. like you've been listening to him in your car as much as I have. Mm-hmm. And he, that first concert we went to, was very acoustic heavy, mm-hmm. and so maybe on some level too, you're like, no, this is how I know the song. Yeah. This is a song for me. What about you, Lucas? I'm definitely room for squares. I'm always going, almost always going to prefer something that has drums on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, I. You said it perfect, and I, I said have no, perfection. And I have no notes on this song, like as far as like things I would fix. Mm-hmm. I think it's beautiful. I think it's lovely. It's everything you want in a John Mayer song. So I'm not going to argue with your point at any way. And it aged well because it was very pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> well, it just like, he told us everything he's ever done. He warned us about up top. Uh, and he literally a, there, has. There's a high <laughs> like, degree of self awareness here, yes, right? Of like, yes. I know what I do. I know what messes me up. And I'm gonna up. tell you guys what's gonna happen. And I also know my inability to stop it from happening. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> really leaned into that part. Right. Now, is this where you talk about live ones too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Because I noticed most of the live ones, I felt like they were really fast. Mm. I don't interesting. Know if that and then. So as I'm listening, I'm like, why does this feel fast? And then someone in like YouTube, because I'll read the comments. And uh-huh. Someone said something like, "It sounds like he's late for a date." And I was like, oh, That's God. <laughs> like it was like it seemed like he was going really fast. But there was one live version I really liked, which was like a mashup with that and who says, mm-hmm. oh. and it was at the Maso- live at the Masonic Alice in Winterland, and it was in 2018. Mm. So it's a different sound than mm-hmm. yeah. for, of him because I guess that's after or yeah. during yeah. his vocal troubles. It's after. I really like that one. Nice. I write well. I liked the. That's when I tapped it. I really like that yeah. Who Says song. But I really like kind of the mashup, and mm-hmm. I liked the sound of it, and it didn't sound fast. But it was also more acoustic as well. Yeah, that's just what your preference yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, there's, so we've talked about this before. There's a huge difference between listening to early John Mayer live singing mm-hmm. versus con- current day John Which Mayer live singing. He's day. come a long way. Perfection. Yeah, if the, that Crossroads one you mentioned, mm-hmm. he just like does the John Mayer thing that people made fun of all the time in the beginning, where he like yeah. almost swallows his own face somehow is the only way I can describe <laughs> yeah, the sound. He swallowed his voice. So yeah, it's just like never so breathy. It's so, uh, yeah. No one's trying to lose his face. <laughs> no, heavens forbid. <laughs> like, says, Watch your mouth on this podcast right? <laughs> all this hearsay and blasphemy over here um okay did you want to say anything else about versions or are we ready for song meaning i think we've hit everything that Mamers, i did you have any other okay so song meaning Mamers, why don't you kick it off i mean it's pretty straightforward yeah i mean i think it's definitely just about someone who speaks before thinking yeah and realizes it in in retrospect Mm -hmm. um but something i found funny when i was listening to it was you know after uh, i'm never speaking up again starting now Mm -hmm. and then he says but why is it my fault and it reminded me of the whole john in a cardigan thing because i'm like Mm -hmm. yeah he's like fully taking responsibility but he's like wait a second why is this even my fault and i just thought that i think it's and is that not how your mind works everyone's maybe we all don't say things to me but you were like just like we were talking before we started this podcast i'm like and this and this and i understand this but also uh blah 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 you know like you go through so many different emotions when you're and i know because i don't say 
I do say very stupid things, but like if, especially out of practice on a date, I would probably be a hot mess. I can so identify with like playing with the, um, I guess we're getting into lyrics on accident, but playing with the rapper, yeah. you know, or like just uncomfortable things. It's just, it ha the song has so many layers. Like you just like every line, you're like, I feel that, I understand that, I can identify with that. And it's that idea of going back and like, thinking about every single thing that happened. I said this, and then this happened. Yeah. And totally feeling bad about it, but then kind of being like, wait a second. And then almost like, was it that bad? Was it yeah. really that bad what I it's said? It's like, a stream of consciousness. Like, yeah. And if it was really that bad, they should have said something. Like, yeah. like one of those kinds <laughs> well, of things. Well, she was being awkward, and she played chess <laughs> with the salt and pepper shaker, meme, right? He so played chess with the salt. Oh, he, he did. did. Sorry. He Look at me, the yeah. biggest fan, not knowing what's going on. I will say, there. this is kind of an archetype of a person, right? Mm -hmm. Who has maybe a little bit more intellect than common sense, mm -hmm. or self-control yeah and is really dying to impress somebody and just wants to be liked and just yeah. wants to be funny yeah and that desire and his ability to do so the intellect to do so sometimes outruns mm -hmm. the filter yeah. right the the filter in your head that says "Ooh, I shouldn't say that right that gets deprioritized yeah um, and I know that's an archetype of person because I've been that person um, <laughs> I really really yeah this is a song that I really identify with I can't tell you how many times uh, I've been I'm guilty of this in my life where I'm having a disagreement with my wife and I know I just need to shut up I just need to shut up just, just worse instead and I'm just yeah. like one more thing. <laughs> yeah. like, I have to be right. I have, have to, to prove it. to you. Yeah, it's, it's a belief in my own rhetorical power that I can somehow be smart enough to convince you that I'm right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Against, against all sane judgment, just like it keeps... No, wait, if I keep talking, I'll eventually say something smart enough that, that you'll, you'll get it. Yeah. And all you do is, all I you know, succeed in doing is making her even more upset and then, you know never speaking up again so something about i just want to be liked i just want to be funny which mm -hmm. is one of my favorite lyrics so um john was heavy into twitter for a while and one time he had like a q a and you can ask him a question and he would like retweet it and share the answer and he retweeted one of my questions have i mentioned that before on the podcast i can't remember i don't think you mentioned it on the podcast and so like i was like oh how do you handle when people are mean to you or criticize you on the internet like it's so hard and so he retweeted it and he answered me and i couldn't even understand what it said like there were so many words and i'm not dumb but i was like what? And so I screenshot the next day, like, John answered me. I don't understand it. No one offered an explanation. <laughs> anyway, it was like something about, like, I look at the meaning and the dissonance, and the, it was mm -hmm. very, like, I'm like, John, read read the room. Check my profile. <laughs> Tone it down. Anyway, um, but I was obsessed with getting him to respond to me on Twitter once it happened once. I'm like, well, obviously, this is how we're going to meet and become best friends. And so he tweeted something. I don't remember what it was. And it was about like making a mistake or something. And I commented, it's okay, you just want to be liked, you just want to be funny. And it got so many likes. Nice. And I just like, it was a great moment for me. John didn't like it, but I appreciate that everyone else did. Moving as, right well, along. As they should, well, as yes. they should. Yes. Uh, okay, so that's a great segue into favorite lyric and why. Lucas, do you want to take it? Oh man, where do we start? So many things to choose from. I, I mean, obviously my favorite part of the song is the first time he sings the chorus, at the conclusion of the first chorus, where he says, I'm never speaking up again, starting now. Mm -hmm. And everything stops. The music drops out. You could, you know, reasonably think, this song is over. Yeah. And then he comes back with, one more thing, you know? Yeah. And then, it's not just that he comes back with one more verse, mm -hmm. but he does a verse, no. and then jumps back into the chorus again. Yeah, that he's still not ever speaking up. Yeah. yeah he swears for real, though. Yeah, so I, I love that part. That's not really a lyric, that's a 
musical structure. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely one of my and favorite so things in music ever. so unexpected the first time you hear it. And I remember like you looking at clever. me, like when you're watching a horror movie with someone who's already seen it, and they're like staring at you when someone's about to get killed. I was like, what is happening with Mamers? <laughs> I did the same thing with my wife when I played the song. Like, for listen her. to yeah. this. Yeah, exactly. Wait for it. Wait for it. I was like, this is the most me thing ever. Just wait for it. It really yeah. is. Yeah. It's always reminded me of you. Yeah. Anything else about lyrics you want to discuss? And then really like that whole verse that he comes in with after the break, you know, why is it my fault? Maybe I try too hard. I mm-hmm. sure, yep. Um, but I just want to be liked, you know. Like yeah. is that is that that's not, and we've talked about this before on one of the previous episodes, how even with John's mistakes, it's not necessarily coming from a malicious place. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about like with the things he said about like Jessica Simpson, for example. He wasn't saying that to hurt her. Mm-hmm. In his brain, he's like glorifying her like saying yeah. how great she was it wasn't yeah. I, it wasn't like trying to put her down yeah was it Ill, Ill, Ill thought out yes should he have like yeah. maybe ran that filter a little bit better yes but it wasn't coming from a place of evil or I'm mm-hmm. trying to hurt people none mm-hmm. of the things that his public comments I've ever interpreted as that um, and so like his in, his instincts his motivations are pure but we're all humans and we all fail and we all have these things that get in the way that screw things up. Yeah. And uh, so I think that just saying like, hey, this is where my desire is coming from. This is what it is, is, is incredibly relatable to me because I would like to think that I'm much the same and that I don't ever want to hurt anybody. I'm not coming from a malicious place ever, but I'm also incredibly imperfect and flawed and make mistakes all the time. And that's just part of the package of being friends with Lucas is I'm going to do something dumb at some point, you know? Well, we all do something dumb at some point, but I know John said several times in interviews that at that time when he was just a train wreck PR, he's like, I just didn't have anything interesting to say. There was nothing going on, and I just was so desperately trying to be interesting and say something clever. And he was given some other reasons for it. Still disappointing, but he did tell us it was going to happen. Well, I do think, too, when you have people that tend to be more creative and tend to be more intelligent, yes. that filter, it doesn't work quite the it's same. not the same. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, like, I've had, you know, people, I mean, I've had students who don't have that filter and they yeah. say things to me, and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to get mad because I get where this is coming right. from. Yeah. You know, so... I had it one time where the student waited till after class to say what he was going to say to me, and I was so proud that he waited till after class. So we just celebrated that. Nice. <laughs> I was like, yeah. well, thank you for waiting. Right? And, yeah, yeah, that's no, pro. You know, yeah. so, and it is, though, I know, you know, I think, and I think that's the thing. He's so creative, and he is very intelligent. So intelligent. And I think that filter doesn't quite work the same. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you I don't like your sweater because I don't like your sweater. I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you that, you know, oh, I didn't really think I was going to like you because that's how I feel. Right. I'm not saying it to be mean. I'm just right. telling you because that's what it because is. I think it's you true. can tell he right. puts in effort. Right. He's, it puts an effort to be a gentler, yeah. kinder person. Now. Right, yeah. right. To where I think honesty and just being real is probably mm-hmm. his first instinct. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like I'm not going to sugarcoat yeah, it because I'm it. not doing it to be mean. I'm just no. being yeah. honest with you. Don't and this is a really to. interesting point that you bring up that I haven't thought enough about to have a really completed thought about it. But I wonder if there's something to the idea of in order to be creative, if you need to disable part of that filter mm. right because so much of like when you hear people talk about writer's block it's not always that you don't write you're writing constantly you just hate everything you write mm-hmm. you know because it's the filter is telling you oh you can't say that or this doesn't work or yeah. this isn't good mm-hmm. and so i wonder if there's a part of that like in order to really be creative that you have to like 
disconnect that part sometimes, you know, yeah. or like turn the volume down on it. And sometimes you just forget to like plug it back in when you're done. And, well, I you think know? being that creative and intelligent also just must be exhausting. Yeah. Like it seems like your brain. It never is. Rests. Let me tell you, it's really wow. hard. <laughs> wow. That reminds me of the time I wrote on the internet that someone mansplained to me that day and I was mad and Lucas commented, that's not mansplaining. Mansplaining yes. is dot, dot, dot. And I laughed for like an hour. <laughs> Mamers, what is some of your favorite lyrics? Well, I like when he says another social casualty. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know. There's just I have that too. That's There's just something mind. about it that I like. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And I've been then, a social casualty. And then I like when he talks about rolling the tiny balls of napkin paper mm-hmm. like, because it's very visual. Like, you can see it this happened. at a table. Like, I can see me being there, like, with my husband, like, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, this is awkward. First, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? And then uh, my other part I liked is after that second part when he says, call me Captain Backfire. Mm-hmm. Like, I just kind of think it's a, a little quirky kind of way of, of just acknowledging yeah. like, well, I tried and this is what happened. So and it went the wrong <laughs> yeah. direction. So yeah. yeah. So mine also was another social casu- casualty. Um, the whole bit our lips, looked out the window, chest, that mm-hmm. whole thing, because we have all been in an awkward situation. I tell the story on every podcast I have about how we went to homecoming with those two boys who became best friends because one's car broke down and they ignored us all night and tied their ties around their heads. And oh. that reminds me of this a little bit because that was awkward. And we ended up blacking their photos out of our group photo. Anyway, um, so I also, of course, worth mentioning again, starting now, silence, singing again. And then I love, I just want to be liked. I just want to be funny, which isn't necessarily creative, but it's just so honest. Like we all want to be liked. We all want to be funny. And we all stumble in trying to achieve that, especially when we're younger. So Well, and when you talked about, I forgot to mention this when we were talking about versions, the um, any any given Thursday when he does that he kind of he talks all through that until now he sings more pieces and i think it takes away from the song okay and so i know like so you know until now like you said it's kind of quiet and then it, wait one more thing yeah he does this whole thing kind of like an explanation but yeah. i kind of feel like it takes away from that that part of the song that piece of the song yeah i agree with that i have a perfect amy question right Ooh. here oh, i'm going to draw upon your professional uh skills and knowledge here okay mm. let's see okay chorus I'd rather be a mystery than she desert me. Mm-hmm. I could 100% be wrong here. Okay. Grammatically, shouldn't it be then her desert me? Because she is a nominative case, nominative case pronoun, so it should be used only in the case of being used as a subject of a sentence. But I think it it's is. A song. A su- I think it is a subject. He's just leaving out the verb. Then she would desert me. So she is the, the so, subject, and then he's using desert as the verb. So she mm-hmm. desert me. So, but it's a prepositional phrase, right? Because then turns Van. into a prepositional mm-hmm. phrase. Why are you mm-hmm. asking her if you think you already have the answer? Well, so, okay. So uh, here's here's my thing, right? It doesn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. I don't care. It's a song. Be- no, yeah. because she has internal rhyme and her doesn't. Ah. Mystery, then she. Yeah, that could be right, right. Right. That could be. So is she is the right choice there because of the internal rhyme, whether it's grammatically correct or not. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just curious. Was like, is that like was like a conscious choice of like yeah. I'm not gonna I don't care about that I want I want the internal right rhyme. I, I bet, bet it was because I've heard him break down songs and talk about rhyme yeah. and syllables yeah and because stuff. her would rather there. be no. a mystery than, than yeah. she desert right. me right yeah that's right. just perfect yeah. yeah no I think you're right I mean I can because of the prepositional phrase otherwise I would have said no it's a subject she mm-hmm. desert me but mm-hmm. I can see what you're saying it was probably she yeah. desert me just reminds me of why you know love me. Yeah, it's not that bad. Um, so I just want to say that this is off topic, but Amy's dad also, in um, addition to being responsible for my John Mayer obsession, which I tell him about all the time, and he definitely has no memory of, he taught me how to spell 
desert versus dessert, yeah. and it's because strawberry shortcake is a dessert and it has two S's. Oh, nice. So for those of you who struggle with that, every time I write the word dessert, which is often because I throw a lot of events, I think, well, okay, what is it again? Strawberry shortcake, two S's. Nice. <laughs> Go. Moving on to I, listener feedback. Well, I also, Sorry, just one other thing I want to throw in. I, I love when John uh, just go ahead and lets his vocabulary fly. You don't hear a whole lot of songs with indelible I was, in them. <laughs> I, I had to look that up to be sure I knew oh. what it meant in case it came up. I was like, hmm. Uh, there is about. a Brooke Fraser song called Indelible. So. Oh, a whole song about the word. Yeah, it's entitled That's the really song, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. All right, so uh, listener feedback. I made a mistake when I screenshot them because we only did it via Messenger, and I don't have everyone's full screen name, so sorry, guys. So at Finesse, they, they did me props and worked so hard to get me content, right, and now and I'm not going to know their names. You're going to oh, have no, partial wait. credit. It's up the top. I have it, I have it. Okay, oh, okay. at Vanessa Valeska said that people like... The people like him, like me, who speaks a lot, we have to learn to shut up at the right time. Relatable. I'm, I'm still trying to learn it. I definitely ain't got it yet. And then she also said, because, you know, you can't put enough characters in the chat box. I mm -hmm. messed it all up, guys. Clearly, he waited nine years to listen to his mum. I don't know if she's, like, British <laughs> or <laughs> just a spelling And think before speaking. And he does say that his mom said that. And, Mama and she's, said. She's making some good points. Yes. How could he forget? Right? At BCUB said, the perfect description of a young boy finding out looks are not the only thing that matter. He has to take into account when dating. He recognizes his own stupidity. Interesting, because I didn't get that from this. But when she said it, I do see that. What do you guys think? Because he's like, we're having a conversation. It has to be about being nice to each other and not just being hotties. Yeah. No? Yes? A little bit? Well, I think it, like the idea is... Your good looks can't make up for being a hot mess. Put, yeah, putting your foot in your mouth. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter how attractive you are. If you insult me. Yeah. Right. It's Especially on a date. Yeah, it's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> I just see young John being kind of nervous on a date. Super young. I see young, young John now. thinking of it as a contest that's the sport yeah. of it, right? Yeah. Of like, I'm going to show you how clever I am. Yeah. I'm Even going if it to offends you. <laughs> make you fall in love with me and just aiming for the fences and well, So I just want to say that if I went on a date with John Mayer, it'd be very hard for me to fall in love with him if he's listening. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Maybe he's only listened to this one episode. So <laughs> you guys might know this, I don't. What I don't know if he's talked about this, mm. but was was he you know, popular with the ladies when he was younger. Because no. that's is... what I'm saying. Like, I'm thinking of this as someone who is incredibly intelligent, creative, and Has not being socially. really... It's, yeah. It is the first record. He yeah, that's what, I, that's what so I'm saying. So when he wrote it, he's yeah. still just him. He, he, was, he was already experiencing some pretty decent local success mm -hmm. um, by that point. So he was more was. famous than a normal person, but it's not yeah. like this record sold four and a half million copies. So yeah. his life was very different after this record. Well, and before. I mean, this song could definitely be pre any of that. Like, in other sure. words, this yeah. is the situation. So that, because that's when I look at like the first CD cover and I look at him, I'm mm -hmm. like, no, this is not the John that turns ladies on this guy yeah. he's kind of goofy like he's kind of yeah. yeah so that's why I'm like was that is that the case like or is it that he's just kind of at that point maybe awkward with the opposite yeah. sex yeah well, you know? he, he's definitely referenced like being just really worried about playing guitar I don't mm -hmm. think he was like as social as like say all three of us in mm -hmm. high school were um, and then someone DM'd me who I'm not sure if I can share their name but they knew someone who knew someone sort of thing and in high school like he was just not social at all kind of awkward real obsessed with shoes was oh, okay. the information that they gave me. And I was like, I'm obsessed with shoes too. What a coincidence. Anyways. Okay. At Yo-Yo Skittles, our homie says, can we please get 
a Captain Backfire cap from the John Mayer merch store. Yes. I agree. That'd be great. That actually is a great <laughs> idea. Ultimate Halloween costume idea right there. But seriously, oh, no, I'm not going to read the rest of it. I didn't cut that off. Not because I don't love you, Yo Skittles, but because that's the portion I wanted to read. Mm -hmm. And I just think that actually would be amazing. And I would buy that sweatshirt, hoodie. So now hat. we have merch ideas, right? When we make our own merch. Podcast. Can yeah. we quote his songs for our merch? Uh, I don't know. Get I'll get sued. my lawyer on that. Probs will only sell 10, so I don't think he's going to sue us. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to give him credit. I'm Coming sure. after yeah. all all, yeah. all, the, all that big money. Exactly. Um, at Greg Manu 3 said, if only he knew how relevant this song would be for him in the future. I think he did, Greg. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. I think he he's been telling us all along the future. His songs are very, he's, he's. Self-aware. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. At Tim Carl said, a song I can 100% relate to. A short message, but I agree because you agree. I do. Yeah. I 100% relate Mamers, to this. Mamers, you don't really say stupid stuff. Do you, do you? Have you ever been like, man, I shouldn't have said that? Because you are very quick-witted and polite you and funny. You should talk to my husband. <laughs> I, I would, but he doesn't talk hardly. <laughs> oh, no. I, I mean, I try not to. I think sometimes because I am you know, a teacher, then mm -hmm. I do tend to try to choose my words more carefully. carefully. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to that, yeah, no, I say stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I say stupid I'm stuff. been around you more than half your life, and I can never come up and with And sometimes stupid. I keep, like Lucas was saying earlier, you keep going. Because at some point, I you're feel right? like yeah. you're going to agree with me you're because right? I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm smart and I'm good at arguing. Exactly. That's just it. When like, Lucas has actually been a great person to debate. Like, I don't talk about politics or anything with anybody because I find it exhausting. But Lucas is great because he can – you're great, too. Just like, no, this is what I – okay, you're really good. Like, but this is what I think and this is what you think and this is what I've heard other people say and, like, dialogue about it. And I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, that Lucas – when Lucas was younger, this guy could be, you know, tie-dye for him and he was not going to back down because he was better at arguing. So he would win and this guy would be tie-dye because I just wanted to end – so I feel like I remember yeah, that. Yeah, that was a phase. <laughs> so my, my wife is like she doesn't like arguing with me, and I don't like arguing with her. Like it's not like I enjoy likes arguing, arguing, right? Yeah. But she always says that I try to lawyer her. Yeah. And like these sneaky lawyer tricks and stuff like that. Leading and, questions. Yeah, she's like, you don't win arguments because you're right. You yes. just win arguments because you're better at arguing. <laughs> or you have the stamina to keep going when another person's like, I just want to move on. And I'm at the place in my place in my life now where I don't want to argue with anyone over anything. Yeah. I just want to live in peace and harmony. I don't like arguing for a sport. I don't go on the internet and look for people to argue with. Like, yeah, no, that's a weird thing to do. I don't yeah. like feel that. At Simply Stacy says, I love how clever the song is. It really showcases John's humor in songwriting form. Yeah. I think we all can agree mm -hmm. with that. I would Early say this is too. definitely one of his most clever songs. I would mm -hmm. go even go as far as far saying this is one of the most clever songs ever. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree, yeah, I agree, I agree. for sure. Um, at Miss Chanandler underscore Bong says, it's my anthem. Another social casualty. Score one more for me. <laughs> And at Etienne Daniel, CA says, for the ones who talk too much and have to explain themselves and can't shut up, me. And I've just been there because I know when it's like, I know I should stop talking. I'm just going to make this worse. And then I just make it worse. And then and now, like today's day and age, then you send the text. Like, I'm really sorry if I offended you when I said this. Right. Earlier I didn't today. Mean it. Yeah. And you're like rereading it a thousand times. <laughs> and I get those sometimes and I'm like, I, I wouldn't even remember this situation yeah. if you had it just, you know, but it's that now going mad, back yeah. and looking and being like, retrospectively, what did I do? And John says that a ton, that he does an interview and the whole drive home. He's like, what did I say that the internet's going to take wrong? Yeah. What did I say that was stupid? And I think that's a very normal reaction to something that's, 
like this feels safe. You know, mm-hmm. we know how many listeners we have. We chose to do it. But when you're on a talk show and you don't know what questions are going to come at you and you're just getting comfortable mm-hmm. with the person and you're saying things, you're like, oh my. Like I've had to talk to the news before and you start to get to know the journalists. And so you forget that you're on camera and mm-hmm. you're just chatting them up and it's not cute. Like you need to keep your game face on, guys. And I think the talk show is actually easier because there's context, right? There's mm-hmm. video evidence yeah. of what you said. Mm-hmm. The scarier thing for me, because you've heard it over and over again, is print journalism. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because you know something can be taken out of context mm-hmm. you know and now all of a sudden it sounds very very different than if you received it in its full context yeah mm-hmm. and I think we've all uh, either been on the end of that or have experienced that at least so that is a part that would be terrifying for me like yeah. okay what is the headline so to stressful. the story gonna mm-hmm. read what part of this are they gonna truncate what mm-hmm. context is gonna end up getting removed from it mm-hmm. that's gonna make me sound like other than I wanted to or intended to. And I've been always hypersensitive of that as someone who gets quoted in the paper, but Mm -hmm. more so because of the real world, because that's where I saw it start. You mean like MTV real world? Yes. Okay. (laughs) That you could tell by their outfits, the time frame, and you would notice, like, wait a minute, this was the outfit in the interview from Mm -hmm. episode one, and we're in episode, like, 15, and she's talking about this character, like, she likes him, but she doesn't anymore, and that's when I started to see the cracks. It It was, like, the first, well, not the first, but one of the first reality shows, but you could already see the cracks that it wasn't reality mm-hmm. because you can take an, not a talk show because that has a flow, right. but you can take and edit a long interview and mm-hmm. you could mix that up in a way. You don't know. You could make the person ask a different question right. and you have a different answer. So the whole thing sounds scary to me. During quarantine, so you know we were all looking for things to do during quarantine. Me and my wife kind of got went down the rabbit hole of like dating shows. Mm. So we were watching like Too Hot to Handle, which oh, was our God. favorite. What's the one we like? Were they Are married? you the one? That oh, was the one uh, we watched. Love, is it Love is Blind? Did love, you is love is Blind. blind? I love, love that love one. But so even they, these are like recent, more recent shows, right? Mm-hmm. And so we'd watch it, and then I'd immediately like jump on Reddit and get somebody's AMA, which is ask me or ask me anything, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'd be like, yeah, none of that was real. Yeah. The producers told yeah. us to do this. Mm-hmm. The producers cut this up, and you get the whole story, and you can just you can see almost in real time how that story is being. Except for the hills, the hills was real. No one tell me different. <laughs> Love that. Show. I was just reading um, an article about Cameron and Lauren from mm-hmm. Love Is Blind, mm-hmm. and how she said that was because they're an interracial couple mm-hmm. that the producers were asking these probing questions or telling her these probing things and they were like why like mm-hmm. why? no I don't want to mm-hmm. comment like they said it was this battle because they could see what was being yeah. done mm-hmm. you know oh well look in his refrigerator oh what does he have well look at comment on this or comment on that and oh, she was wow. like no like yeah. I don't want to and so it's interesting because I think wow. some people might not be I think because of their situation they were a little bit more aware yeah. and on alert but yeah. some people oh okay oh be yeah and then like, all of a sudden yeah. they're plugging in or, or taking things out. Exactly. And well, some people want to be on TV not to find a, a husband or a wife, which is fine. Mm-hmm. It's weird to do if you're going on a show where you're finding a husband it's or a wife. It's a career stuff. Yeah. So um, they might be like, okay, I'm just going to say whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I just need to go viral, good or bad. Because right. if you get negative press now, you can turn it around. But those two were not. They were mm-hmm. representing themselves. They were aware. I think they were aware they wanted a career later. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they were also very strong-willed and in a good Mm -hmm. way that they were careful of their image. And also these young cats, right? So I'm a million years old. Like, I remember when reality TV came up with the real world and it was Mm -hmm. this revolutionary thing. These young cats grew up with it. So Mm -hmm. they're pretty savvy, I think, at this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think people know, like, we've seen behind the curtain enough to know what's real and just nothing. Yeah. Right, right. So um, we went on a tangent there. Let's get back to rate the song. All right, so I guess it's time for some ratings. All right, ladies, here's your chance. This lady over here doesn't feel the same about John as I do, so this should be interesting. Is uh, is my stupid mouth, is this a quiet song 
Or is it a song that turns the ladies on? Mamers? I don't feel like it falls into either of those categories. That's fair. Those are the, that's, those, fair. that's the dichotomy that John oh, yeah. gave us. You so. can't. He gets mad if you don't stay within the scales. So, I mean, I would say it's a quiet song for sure. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't think that, yeah. I, for most of us, I think that would be like a turn off. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think it's a okay. quiet song. So, you guys are looking at me very intently and it's freaking me out. <laughs> I will say, I want to say something before I answer. Okay. And that as we all know... I love a self-reflective John. Yes. And I love a good lyric John. And this isn't how much does Jill love John, but I want to put that into my answer that I feel like it's almost 70. I wrote 50-50, but after we've analyzed it, I'm going to say 75-25, which was math I did on the fly. So I'm very proud of myself right there. Thank you. Um, Because it's Mm self-deprecating, I just, I think self-awareness is important. I try Mm -hmm. to be self-aware. I continue to do the things I shouldn't, but I'm aware that I do them. So that's the first part of the battle. Um, and it's for so foreshadowing of his life and his career. There's some irony there that I appreciate, which isn't answering the question. So my point is, quiet song, because he's like, this is me. These are the problems I have. I have some social issues. Oh, that's quiet. A little bit of a wink, but I'm so clever that I'm going to stop the song and make you think it's over. And then I'm going to come back, kind of like you're saying, like, if I argue long enough, you'll win me over. So I think his intention was like, oh, look at me. I'm so awkward. But am I, though? I'm also clever. But I'm so awkward. But I'm handsome. So I think that's why I was split up with it. So you said 75% in what direction, though? Oh, 75% quiet song. It was 25% wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Okay, so then I'm going to have a a fairly controversial take, then, after hearing your two takes. I think this is a song that turns the ladies on. Okay. 100%? 100%. Internet. Tell him he's wrong. No, here, here, here's why, right? So first of all, he's on a date. So you know my man's handling his business, right? I am upset he's dating someone that's not me in the song. Right, so he's, <laughs> he's able to get dates. So there you go. He's he's a hot property. Ladies, get him while you can. Um, but second, like the self-awareness and the self-deprecating, I do think for some mm-hmm. people that works. That's their shtick almost. Like, yes. of like, yes. yeah, I'm super, uh, so super self-aware. I know I'm gonna say some things. That was super, so dumb when I said to you, I can't, I'm so, just look the worst. How can you even stand me? I gotta walk away now. I was like, no, 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 don't go. It's fine. You're so cute. Like, yeah, I find it so comforting. Yeah. That sounds exhausting, but I see Yeah, I could, I could 100% see that. And you know, going through the whole thing, uh, and even that line, I'd rather be a mystery than she desert me. Yeah. Feels like he's saying, like he's wanting her to say, he's setting the trap, right? Like, no, it's okay, tell me more. I don't want you to be a mystery. I, I want to know about you. Mm-hmm. Like, open up. Why did his voice get like that when he said it? Because <laughs> he's, uh, he's turning the lady Why, he's he's the why did his on. body language change so much? Yeah. So anyways, that's my that's my. Take. I think I all those sense. are fair. I think that makes sense. Yeah. I, I do. I think that makes sense. The quiet songs for me are the ones that are sincere. Mm-hmm. And while this is honest, it's not sincere. This is totally wink, wink, oh. nudge, nudge. I realize you can't, I the audience can't see me winking, so I should say no, it. They, winking they, yeah, that was like, I don't know, what do you want to do? I don't think it's 100% wink, wink. I, I think there's a difference between honesty and sincerity. And I think this is well, yeah. an honest song, but it's not, I'm a, emotionally wearing my heart on my sleeve. There's a good mm. emotional distance here. Do you this think, is not vulnerable. Do you think that you would feel the same way if we were analyzing this song when it came out? Young John. Ooh, interesting John question. Then. Because we're looking at it from John like now, yeah. right? After and a so like 20 years you know, like, right. So about I'm him. like looking and like when he wrote this, do you was think? Was he wink wink? Yeah, was he? Yeah, genuine. that's what I'm wondering. I don't know and I can't ask, answer that question right. because you I'm incapable of. <laughs> disentangling what I know now mm-hmm. from what I would have known then, right? Okay. I think I, I'd be a little, I, I would be more 
apt to be like, oh, and less like, oh, oh. Right, 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 yeah. yeah. That makes sense. So I, th I think the big thing for me is that while this song is honest and self-aware, I don't think it's vulnerable. I think I agree. he's still I speaking from a place of strength. He's still got his armor on. He hasn't been hurt yet, mm -hmm. you know? So even though he's like, man, I blew this one. All right, who's next? I don't think we had Tinder in 2004, but like. No, you know? no, no. But he's just like, all right, next one up. You know, he, it, it didn't feel like this was crushing Tinder his whole world. Well, and I do feel like the, the whole quiet song, turn the ladies on. I feel like a lot of those quiet songs turn the ladies on. So I, it's I, always I, mean, 50 /50. I do feel like I'm kind of <laughs> like, some oh, of them are, there's a few specifically ones we haven't got to yet that are very quiet songs. Right, right. And there's right. others that, that are very turn the ladies on. Yeah. Like, my body is a wonderland, although somewhat mocked now and now back in style, it, it, the intention was 100% turn the ladies yes. on. All right. All right. And uh, so Jill, how much does this song make you love John Mayer? It's a five for me on a scale of one to five. That's not surprising. It's a good one. But not necessarily because of the song itself, but because it was my first introduction to him. Mm -hmm. um, and it's what started my whole, you know, John Mayer relationship, mm -hmm. if you will. And it's just, it just, it's, it's just a great song. I think it's perfection. So I don't know. I think all the things that are tied to it make it why I love him. I'm not necessarily sure the message of him you know saying things he shouldn't is why i love him but it's just it's just too special of a song for me to not get a five so how how did you encounter this as the first song because there was three singles off this record none of them were this one well mamer's dad even though she doesn't remember bought it at like the Starbucks. warehouse <laughs> no the warehouse that other one there was another one i want to say sam goody it might have been sam goody yeah Land. Like where you could go put yeah. a headset on and listen yeah. to it. Virgin Megastore. It wasn't Virgin Megastore. Okay. I didn't go on it. That was too big. And right. I don't know that he'd even been on the radio because I very much remember, it could have been even at a Starbucks actually, mm. that he bought. I very much remember not knowing anything about him. Yeah. And Amy's like, I want, and I hate, no, I don't want to listen to any music. Like I'm fine. Like mm -hmm. it's not something that I like go in. Now it is. But back then I'm like, no, whatever. I'm good with God knows what I was listening to then. I don't know. And you know, you have to hear this. You have to hear the song. It's so funny. I really want you to hear this. And that was the song she played for me. And I don't know if maybe you just, because Amy, you're so funny and so witty. I'm assuming you were like, oh, this is like my jam. Like, I'm funny well, and witty I think that's too. Why let's I let's laugh it. about this. I remember having the CD. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I don't remember. But I do remember this I song remember specifically. And I think it was bed. just my favorite song. I think yeah. it's, okay. I tend to pick like one song that yeah. I love. Okay. Mm -hmm. CD. Like, that's just me. Like, I'll listen to the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And, but like, that's, that's not true about the Cranberries. You like for, all their songs. I did love the Cranberries. <laughs> Dave Matthews Band. I love Dave Matthews Band. Um, but I think that, you know, that's like the gate, that was how I would gauge, like, if it's a good album, CD, mm -hmm. whatever. Can I listen to it all the way through? But yeah. that was yeah. just the song that stuck out. So yeah. I don't know how. I'm just glad it happened. The first songs I remember from this record, and I don't remember in which order I fell in love with them, but was uh, Love Song for No One mm -hmm. and 3 by 5 Those were the first I really like 3 by 5 I'm surprised yeah. we haven't covered that one yet. Uh, I, I encountered this album. I downloaded it on LimeWire, song by song. So That's old school. Yep. I just took Amy's CD and burnt it, I think. I might have gone and just bought it. Can't burn a t-shirt. You, you can't burn the t-shirt. <laughs> I should let you tell that story. I just stole that from you. All right, so Amy, give me whatever rating you want to give uh, for this song. Well, I mean, I'm going to just go with five because I feel like this is the like this was my introduction, introduction yeah. and kind of just... The love, like I've listened to here and there, but this is when I think John Mayer, this is the song I think of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm also, like I said at the beginning, no notes here. This is a, a full five out of five for me. Um, if you, if I wanted to introduce somebody to John Mayer, this is a really good way place to start. That's how Mamers mm -hmm. did it. Yeah. Look what happened, Mamers. Yep, agreed, agreed. 
All right, so that takes us to disquest discussion questions. Disquestions. <laughs> I think that's what you just Disquestions. called Disquestion. New segment. Disquestion. <laughs> Mamers, you're a guest. Did you bring a discussion? Uh, disquestion. No. Uh, no, the only thing I had brought was when we talked about the one more thing, why is it my fault? Kind of mm-hmm. like I wanted your guys' take on that, but we've already talked about it. Sure. That's all I really I brought a question about how he was, you know, laying the groundwork for the future, but I feel like we've addressed that a lot. What about you? So I wanted to Whoa, address... way too excited. Way too excited. <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys encountered this in your research. You and I, I know, have talked about this before okay. in the past. Did you encounter the Google snafu when Googling oh, the song? no. I encountered that. Yeah, we... Yeah. How did you get the... Oh, you didn't print the lyrics. I did not print the lyrics. If you search the lyrics mm-hmm. on Google mm-hmm. for My Stupid Mouth, you're going to get the lyrics for Why Georgia. Right. Really? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. And I think I remember that. Now that you're saying that, I didn't. This time I didn't. Mm-hmm. But I wanted. I feel song. like it was another song yeah. that I um that I got. Why Georgia? And I don't remember what song it was. It wasn't this one though. And so it did happen. That you're right. song. I googled the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I read them, and I started making my sheet out, never noticing I was doing the wrong song. <laughs> and then I was like, "Wait a minute, something's not right." And I realized it. Then someone on Instagram. I can't remember who it was, and I wish it was like, in my preparation for listening to your podcast, mm-hmm. I was like, I love you. You're my favorite <laughs> follower. Um, did you catch, if you type it into Google, it's like, I did catch that. I started documenting Do you remember what song, song it was? Was it 3 no. by 5 No, it was a song I, I, that we've do done. No, I think the, the lyrics were 3 by 5 I don't know what the song was. Okay, maybe that's what it was. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know what he did to Google that made them mad, but now it's happening like every fifth song. Yeah, because yeah. I did, and it was the wrong. And it's Google. It was why, right. Did it be yeah. wrong? It was why, Georgia, but I don't remember what song I was looking up. It might have yeah. been 3 by 5 because it was one of your options for... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it might have been that I was looking, and I'm like, this is... I think it was 3 by 5 mm-hmm. because it was one of your options on the poll, and so I was looking, and I'm like... That's why that's not the right Lucas even I votes know. on the poll. <laughs> I'm not asking. I'm a fan him. first, okay? He gets fan his own first. you get your own week to choose a song. I am part of the uh, Mayor Studies fan community. That you are, I such, do run the account, yeah. Right. And as such, I feel like I am perfectly Entitled. To, yeah, yeah, contribute. I shared a Participate. picture of like John just looking super handsome from someone else's account in our story, and someone DM'd us. This is how we know Jill runs it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Any other uh, questions? Well, it, it caught me up a little bit because I was like, I'm driving the 85, or I'm going to have to look up the 85. It's probably in Georgia. And I'm going to see where it is geographically. And all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, what? Why are that, we talking about the song? Yeah. <laughs> like, these are not the right lyrics. Same. Yeah. Exact same. That was it for me. Okay, so I think that concludes this episode. Mamers, thank you for coming. Thank, thank you. It was a joy and a pleasure. It was. it was so fun. We'll have you back for the Vegas John Mayer story, which I'm dying to tell you. I cannot to... wait. I am so excited. I got to dig up all the photos. We're also going to tell them the post story that has to do with the real world in a nightclub that oh, John yes, was not at, yes, but it's yes. just a really good story. Um, before we conclude, is it your turn now? It's my turn. Great. Do you want to tell them what song? Oh, great. No, because I haven't picked yet. You better pick it soon. I'll figure it out. I, I have a couple that I'm, like, thinking about. Do you want to share what you're thinking about? Tease them a little? Well, here are the songs that are, like, in on my short list right now. Okay. Love Song for No One. Nice. Yeah. I love that one. I, I Honestly, I wanted to do that, but I think having just done a song from this album, I feel like I need to wait a cycle. No, I'm maybe. getting sensitive about that, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I also really like Last Train Home. People were asking for that, yeah. so that might be a popular one. So that's another one that's on the list of like songs I'm heavily considering. I'm considering doing Walt Grace now. I feel like I you might should. be ready. You, we, you've but talked was... about it so much. I really, I, I need to get that song done. Out of the way. Yeah, so let's do it. some song I heard on the I might shovel. pick Walt Grace's mind. That just no, how me. dare you? No. <laughs> just to get it done. I will go on strike that night. 
Um, so yeah, so I guess go to the Instagram if you want to. Go to at Mayor Studies on Instagram, and you'll find out by the time this is up, I'll yeah. have made my choice, and it'll be up oh. there. <laughs> also, go to at Mayor Studies on Instagram so you can get your Captain Backfire merch. <laughs> <laughs> I do know a guy who does printing. Oh, yeah. um, also, go on to discuss anything we said on our post where we post about this episode. We love the discussion post podcast yes, and Mamers will join in she'll check it out she has an Instagram she barely uses but I do have one yes and you, we can talk all about my stupid mouth and all the dumb things I said today alright have a very, great week very everybody. on brand right? <laughs> don't forget what mama said see you later <laughs>